Welcome to Cooking with Christian, the only cooking show where you don't see the food. I'm Christian, and today I'm joined by my yoga buddy, my ex-coworker who resigned <laughs> in shame, Kelsey. Say hello. 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 Okay. Um, welcome back. It's been a minute, y'all. So I'm sorry. I probably lost literally every <laughs> member of my audience because I haven't had an episode in... Um, I can't even remember the last time. Was Nagisti the last one? No, no, no. It was Nagisti. Then I had, um, I think my friend Corey and then Emma oh. and then my friend Danny. And then that was it for a while. It's been busy guys. Sorry. Fall really kind of hit me this year in a way it's never hit me. It's funny because normally in fall is my like depression time mm. like normally in college I always had like some mental breakdown in in fall I don't know why I think it's well I do kind of know why because I would have a summer romance that would oh, end yeah. and then I would spiral yeah. and then winter was hibernation and then spring I would start the process over again but now so, as an adult I have other problems besides <laughs> getting my feelings hurt and studying for English exams right and I was just month of October September hit me I Planned parties. I, you know, had a bunch of shit going on that I, I don't know who listens to this, so I won't say necessarily <laughs> what was going on, but like, cause I don't want um, certain things to happen, but um, no, it was busy, busy. Um, we just got out of a yoga class not too long ago. We did. Literally 20 minutes ago. Yeah. But, um, yeah. We, um, now that Harvest has moved. Hi, Harvest. I know you're going to listen to this. <laughs> um, Kelsey's my yoga buddy now. Oh, was Harvest your yoga buddy? Yeah. Okay. Harvest was my yoga buddy. Um, and now, and Kelsey's also a licensed and trained um, yogi teacher. I am a yoga instructor yes. on the side. It's, yes. I, what's it called when you... A side hustle? I, moonlight. Moonlight. That's what it is. Moonlight. I moonlight, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I moonlight as nothing um, <laughs> because I don't want to yet. <laughs> but I think I'm going to make peace with the moonlighting and I might start doing yeah. something. I don't know. I feel like... You got to pick something you really like. It's gig, gig economy nowadays. It is gig economy. Yeah. And we got to... Because, you know, I got my main hustle... At the zoo, but not the actual zoo, but at Zoo Lily, my job. Can you imagine if it was the zoo, though? I, when I was graduating um, college, I applied to a job at the zoo um, for a communications assistant position. Oh. And I should have gotten it because I think I was perfectly qualified, but um, not a but. Actually, my boss at my internship knew the guy who was like going to be my boss at that zoo job and she was oh. like I'll put in a word for you and I was like please do because that sounds really fun and then nothing ever came of it so okay. I don't know you know I don't know well if there's <laughs> any consolation I had a friend that worked at the zoo in high school but like in the restaurants that are in the zoo okay. and they would find um yeah. dead raccoons in the fryers all the time <laughs> <laughs> in the fryers so maybe it's not a great place to did work they just them. well i feel like i'd be in the office you'd be in the office but like don't eat any of the food there. i mean okay the fryers. a lot of statistical things going on <laughs> did they then cook the raccoon and serve it i mean my assumption is no it's but a lean protein it, yeah, it <laughs> could be similar Fatty, probably. to chicken I mean, or like gamey. It might be gamey. I think I don't know. I don't know. Um, I haven't anyone had meat in a very long time. Yeah. When did you become vegan? Duh, ten a and a half years ago. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm I've not been... that much of a hippie. I swear. She's not. But like, she's really she's not. just the girl living in the world. <laughs> I have been struggling with my vegetarianism lately because I feel like in winter. 
yeah. our animal instinct kicks in to eat whatever you want, like, we hearty stuff. You want hearty yeah. stuff, and like your animal instinct kicks in where you're like must eat winter coming, yep. like need fat, need yep. protein. And so lately I've really been struggling. And hot chicken takeover. Okay, so I have beef, I have a bone to pick with you, hot chicken takeover at Easton. <laughs> you messed my order up, slash strung me along. I haven't even said what we're making. <laughs> I'm just excited, guys. I haven't talked into a microphone in a while. Um, we'll briefly describe what we're making. So vegan, um, we're making vegan BLTs. Yeah, it's a B- so it's a, BL- it's a BLT with tempeh bacon. Um, but I hate iceberg lettuce. I think it's like It's like redundant. water. It's crunchy Yeah, like water. what's the point of it? Yeah. Um, so we're going to use baby arugula instead. Okay. That sounds good. It's going to be delicious. And tomatoes, obviously. And tomatoes, yeah. Yeah. Um, iceberg lettuce definitely is like a round cucumber, like in the yeah. sense of it's just water like, in a point? solid form. I mean, I like the sound I, it, it makes it's when crunchy. I eat it. It's yeah. more for entertainment. Per- it's the pageantry. <laughs> <laughs> There's a certain pageantry that goes into iceberg lettuce that I just don't think all the other lettuces have. No, they're a little more like the... Let- oh, let- let- the other let- But um, anyway, okay. Hot Chicken Takeover rant really oh, quick before yes. we get into it. So like... um. Hot Chicken Takeover has a vegan option now for all my girls out there who are vegetarian or vegan um, called Not Chicken Takeover, which is made of seitan, which is like a wheat gluten meat substitute. Um, so I roll up into the Easton Hot Chicken Takeover. I'm like ready for this shit. They've had it for a while, but it's like the first time because I don't. Hot Chicken Takeover, people love it here. Yeah, they're batshit crazy. I, it's good, but it's overpriced. And I will stick by that because yeah. if it was $2 cheaper, I would eat there a lot more. But it's like good, but it's also really heavy. So I yeah. really can't eat it. Like I know people who eat it a lot. But anyway, um, I roll up. I'm like, I'm ready for this shit. Let's go. I order my food. And then I notice my pet peeve at restaurants and I shouldn't because I used to work in one is that when people who ordered after me get my food before me, cause then oh. I start getting concerned. Cause I'm like, did they call my name? Like, right. did they mess something up? Like right. whatever. So after like six people get their food who ordered after me, I'm like, okay, I'm going to step up to the counter and we're going to see what's going on. So I walk up, I'm like, hi, Christian C like, um, what's the, like, not what's the deal, but I'm just like, you know, just, just check in. and she like, firmly, fair but firm she was like she's like what's your name christian she's like oh, we're gonna get you don't worry and i was like okay girl and i go and i sit down and then like two minutes later she produces a bag she's like here's your food and i was like great cool so i come home drive all the way home it's like a 20 minute oh, drive God. Oh no! it's an order of wings and i was just like and not even the heat level i wanted i'm like what? it was hotter and i was just like i looked on the tag it was Kristen d not christian c <laughs> And so I, there's a Kristen out in the who world got who got not chicken to go so her wings. I have a theory. So right after I, like a couple minutes after I'd ordered, they call out, they say Christina. And then a girl comes up and gets her food. 10 seconds later, they say another, they say Christina again. And then the woman's looking around and she's, she's like, did we have two Christinas in a row? And I was like, they got, they typoed my name. I think they typoed it because it's only two letters. And I was like, Damn it. And my first instinct was like, just go up there and be like, is that a not chicken takeover sandwich? Yeah. 
And so you bet your ass on Sunday, I hightailed it to the Quintonville Not Chicken Takeover to reorder. Well, yeah. Because I was just like, I want this Not Chicken. I want my Not Chicken Takeover. Did you tell them and like get your money back or get a free order? I ate the wings. Oh, you ate the wings. Yeah, I well, ate the fine. wings. Well, then fine. You're up. Because I'm not. You I, have Because like it. I said, my vegetarianism has been in flux lately. And I, 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 I don't. Here's the thing. I, I hate wasting food. Right. And so I was yeah. like, I'm not about to like throw these wings out or like I'm hungry and like yeah. they look amazing. So I was yeah. just like, I'm into this because as I said, like I'm not a, <laughs> it's going to sound so mean, but when I became vegetarian in the summer, it was to get hot Yeah, because I was, because I was dumped and yeah. I, I went to a manic episode and I shaved my head and I decided to become you vegetarian. Shave your head. I, I shaved my that. head yeah. and I became vegetarian, <laughs> which was like, you know, so like I said, um, at work, when I declared that I was vegetarian, I was like, this isn't to save the animals. This is to be hot. <laughs> and then I think I told my one friend, just joking, joking for everyone. I was like, for every salad I eat, I'm going to shoot a chicken in the face. <laughs> like, it was just like, just so people know that I'm not fucking around. But um, no, I so I, I ate it. Um, and then I went back on Sunday and just to cause some drama, I was like, so at the Easton one, they like fucked up my order. And they were like, oh my God, what happened? Yeah, like, if you say you ordered vegan and they gave you meat, people will be like, oh, fuck. And I was, and they were like, we're going to get you right. And I was like, I'm going to hold you. The yeah, man. And I ate it and it was wonderful. Satan is kind of weird where it's like, it's really tense. It, yeah. It, it falls into that, like, um, the flaw that a lot of vegan meat substitutes fall into where it becomes super dense. Yeah. Where they get the taste right, but yeah. you bite into it and you're like, no, nah, yeah, yeah, no. And I was like, this is a block of fucking chicken flavored plant <laughs> substitute like I was like and they fried it up wonderfully and they spiced it wonderfully oh, I'm sure and when did. it's sandwiched between two, four fucking pieces of white bread and a four bl- four when you get the sandwich it's four pieces of white why? bread why not? <laughs> <laughs> like, why not you're already consuming about 3000 calories you might as well make it four Jeez. And it's four pieces and then like a big old hunk of fucking coleslaw yeah. and pickles. And they are like, you're going to eat this and you're going to like it. And you're like crying as you're eating yeah, it. Yeah, and then you're not going to move for like two days. Oh my gosh, it was so good. And then like, um, I had that again. And then I think later that night I went and got like um, Chewy's Tex-Mex. I got some like honking burrito with like smothered and like um, tomatillo, creamy tomatillo oh, sauce. God, and good. it was on a date. <laughs> And I was like, you are not getting into this. Yeah. The thing about, okay, so like, oh my gosh, we should, we should maybe like introduce the steps before we get into the mechanics of uh, homosexual intercourse. (laughs) (laughs) I could preach that to like kingdom come. So like, how's this? So you're keeper of the recipe. So like how, like, um, what are our first steps? So you already Mm -hmm. cut the tempeh into, um, slices. Yeah. So the tempeh, you just slice into essentially like little rectangles. Okay. Um, kind of thin. You don't want them too thick. And then yeah. I already sliced up some tomato slices that'll yes. go on the sandwich at the end. Yes. That's literally all of the slicing the prep. and dicing. And then we just are going to like throw it on the, the skillet and so watch it go. we'll mix up. I need to mix up the, um, Do you need a bowl? sauce. Yeah. Okay. I will go uh, grab a bowl. A decently sized bowl. Yeah. I'll grab you a, a bowl. Um, and then try. we can, we're also going to need, um, <laughs> Maybe I should have told you this. Like uh, teaspoons. Okay. Like measuring spoons. I've I've got the recipe on my phone because I don't have it memorized, but it's really not that complicated. I think this will be good enough. I'm gonna get you a whisk. 
feel Ooh, like I'm that's also gonna fancy. Play into this. So I have a teaspoon and then a half tablespoon. So okay. some different variety. And then, I mean, I have everything, so like, don't like, worry about it. I, but there's so many things. In ASMR. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to do a little bit of ASMR for the kids. <laughs> I'm just a little too old for ASMR. I feel. Yeah, to me, it just like rings as very creepy. I mean, I, I have a friend who falls asleep like listening to ASMR, like, and he like the whole night. Wow. And I can't That's even intense. listen to some because sometimes I listen to music when I fall asleep, and even then I'm like, gotta turn this shit off. I can't. I can only fall asleep to Joanne Newsom so much before it like drives me insane. Like, I mean, in a good way, like her lyrics. Oh my God. She just like cracks you on the inside until. Oh my gosh. I was listening to, um, what's the song? I've been listening to her album, have one on me, Mm. um, which is 18 tracks long. And when each track averages like six minutes, you really latch onto one track at a time and really like (laughs) take it in. So I've been listening to the, um, the song in California which is amazing. And um, one lyric just destroys me every time she sings it, where she's, she's like, I'm content watching my garden bloom sweet and full with someone else's flowers. Okay. Or she's talking about like love and how yeah. she's like willing to like basically sacrifice like a bit of herself in order to like cultivate um, someone else's like spirit. She just stomps all over your And heart. I'm just like, girl. And when you figure out, and I tweeted this, <laughs> If anyone follows me on Twitter, I get it. Yes, I'm repeating it. But, like, I tweeted, it's all fun and games until you realize that the song she's singing is about losing her unborn child. <laughs> and then, Because oh, she has a so- she has several songs that are about, like... See, I- I've just been, like, listening to her in the background while I work and not really paying attention. Oh, no. <laughs> I, ha- I will stop work and pull up the Genius Lyrics page and, like, read along. You need to dedicate, like, a good, um, like hour to each song just like reading it because her one her she has several songs so i'm assuming this happened to her um i believe how i read it and or like how i interpret it is that she lost a child through either miscarriage or like um emergency abortion okay and then that led to like the end of the relationship with the man who like fathered the child And every time I think about it, I'm just like, that is so fucking sad. I'm like, that is so depressing. And like, to me, she's uh, like, oh, she's like a goddess to me. But like, um, no, I've been listening to Have One On Me, which is, um, it's like two hours long, 18 tracks, two hours long, LOL. Like, (laughs) and I just love, I love it. And then I'll switch into like, um. What was I listening to? I was I've been listening to on repeat. Um, I want to know what love is. You know that old <laughs> oh, ass song. Yes. And I sent it to our friend uh, Nagisti, <laughs> um, a link to, or like because we both have Apple Music, so we can share songs with each other. And I'm like, why am I listening to this on repeat? I want to know what love it's is. It's a very dramatic song. It's I I love that moment in like late '80s, early '90s, like white people love music. Remember yeah. that. I say it's that old infomercial from back in the day that they played on Nick at Night that was like best love songs double yes. album where yes. it was like tell me how am I supposed to live? and, and I, all of the song titles are just scrolling and they up scroll the screen up and, yeah. and I'm waiting for George Lopez to come back on <laughs> and I'm just watching this and I have been listening to that song um, both the Mariah Carey cover and the original because oh, wow. she has a cover and then um, tell me how am I supposed to live without you which is very dramatic, Michael Polton. And then um, 
Yeah, his like raspy voice. What's the other one I was listening to? I can't remember it. But it was like some dramatic ass, like um so over the top. So over the top. You you, you gotta love it. Or it's kind of like anything Celine Dion from the 90s. Oh, um, I love Celine Dion so <laughs> like I I can't say I'm a I'm a Celine stan because I I appreciate one of my favorite songs in the world is um um it's all coming back to me now. Yes, the music video to that is specifically epic. the like eight minute version yes. where she's just screaming towards yeah. the end, and he like cracks on his motorcycle, and the curtains are blowing in the yeah. rain. Yeah, that has the same emotional impact as um what hurts the most by Rascal Flatts. That music video. <laughs> Do you remember that music video? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the same emotional level to me. Like, because she except like, way less attractive people. Yeah, but it, and it's like in a sepia tone, and everything's close up, and the girl is like dating this guy, but her dad doesn't approve, so the dad kicks him out of her, the house, oh and then he gets in a car accident, he dies, and then the daughter. There's this like dramatic scene where she's like, she does that thing where like he, the dad's holding her by her shoulders, but she's like, she's fighting hitting, against him, yeah, yeah, hitting his chest with it. She's like, how did you get he's until eventually dead. she just gives in? Yeah, yeah. Cody's dead. <laughs> like it's just like I can only imagine is it, but that is the spiritual successor to the. Um, um, the Celine Dion song, but like that used to, that was gonna be a Meatloaf song, or the guy you know Meatloaf, the singer yes. Meatloaf. Okay, so like, wait, which song? The Rascal Flatts song or the Celine Dion? <laughs> the song? Celine Dion song. Okay. No, the Celine Dion song. Um, um, it's all coming back to me now. Was written by this dude that Meatloaf really like um, would purchase this or like however they do sure. that, where like you have a you buy the rights to like a songwriter song and it like, becomes your song, and like. I think Celine and Meatloaf had like a bidding war for that song where they were like, we both want this song so fucking bad, but Celine won it. Can you imagine how much different that song would have been if Meatloaf did it? Also, what I think would the it video would be, have been? I think it would be very similar, actually. Do you think? Because they're both very dramatic. They are both like, very And I, they have, honestly, like, in my mind, like, very similar voices. Like, just very powerhouse, like, yeah, like power ballad, like, style, yeah. like, operatic moment. But, like... Yeah, Meatloaf was like pissed that he didn't get that song. And I think he recorded a cover of it, but then I think now it says like Celine Dion cover, like for wow. him. He was pissed about it. I mean, like I know Meatloaf personally, but like I just remember watching on um, like pop-up video or something oh, bless with my video. mom and like that came up or it was like a Meatloaf song. And I think the song that was playing, they were like, no, originally he wanted to record this Celine song, but he couldn't get it. So, and I'm just like, I love, I love music history. Mm -hmm. I was thinking recently all the random ass like album of the year wins at the Grammys. Oh. If you like watch the Grammys or care about the Grammys, anyone. I, I mean, I don't care about awards, but especially since like Lemonade lost to um, oh, well, 25, yeah. that, that was, was like the a, moment. That was total bullshit. That was the moment I literally was like, these don't matter. But I was looking on the Wikipedia page for all the winners of album of the year. I'm like, who picked these? Like Beck's morning phase beat Beyonce self-titled yeah. back in 2013. I'm like, who cares? Who even knows who Beck is? I didn't. And then like 24 Karat Magic by Bruno Mars beat Melodrama by Lord. Yeah, no, that's straight up bullshit. Yeah, that is a terrible. That choice. entire album of hers is like pure gold. That album, um, <laughs> I like. I liked someone really bad, and then I, when I found out they didn't like me, I would just play liability part two uh, like in my car crying <laughs> like, like just like uh, where she's just like uh she's like um you're not who you thought you were and she's just like repeating that and i'm like i'm not who i thought i was <laughs> and then mitski it was like a lot of mitski 
but like, and then I bought my Laura Stevenson ticket. Ooh. Oh, right. When I she, looked, I was looking at that the other day. If you want to come. Where is it? I don't what know. Theater? Big room. I think it's just like a. Oh, it's in the big room. Yeah, the big room. Okay. Yeah. That's an okay venue. Yeah. There's certain venues I'm like a hard no on. I, so yeah. I always have to like I mean, it was $16 with fees. Yeah. And that's if she great. plays Living Room New York, I'm oh, gonna bra- I'm gonna have a okay. like a emotional breakdown yeah. in the middle of the floor <laughs> because that song has the most. So the boy I'm seeing, we'll get to that later, listeners. The boy I'm seeing right now, I played in that song, and I because I was just like I was just like um, listening to it on my car right there, and I, I was just like, oh my god, I had to play this fucking song because I told him I was like, this has the most like titanic lyric about like being in love with someone I've ever mm-hmm. heard in my life where she says like I'll fold the world to be there tonight oh and like the idea of like physically folding the world over to like be next to someone if a boy were to say that to me I think I'd have a heart attack yeah like if a boy were to write that like if that was not her song at all like not her thoughts like instant emotional climax I think I would I think I would die yeah I think I would just be like and like fall backwards <laughs> and just die because like the idea of someone wanting to be next to me, just to, and I told him, I was like, this song means a lot to me because I'm not a good sleeper with mm. people in my bed. Uh-oh. Not even having sex, like sleeping. I'm terrible. I hate it, actually. Really? I'm not good at it. It makes me uncomfortable sometimes. And that whole song is about, like, sleeping next to someone yeah. and, like, wanting to feel them, like, tossing and turning. Because there have been straight-up nights with guys, like, who spent the night where I did not sleep at all. I just laid awake. Because I just yes. cannot fall asleep. Or I would go into that, like, shallow sleep and then just, like, keep waking up. Yeah. It's – the last guy I dated in the summertime was a little better. I actually managed to fall asleep. But well, I was maybe you're just plus. not – you're not, like, at that level of comfort with that I yet. think that's part of it. But, like, I'm also just a really bad, like, sleeper in general because I, like, sleepwalk and talk. Oh, that's right. Remember I told you about that's this? That's right. I forgot. Where I cut my pillows yes. open. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. I don't, that's the most terrifying thing anyone's ever said cut to me. Cut my pillows open. No, I told um, Brian about that the other day. Because <laughs> I was just like, crazy. I was like, listen, no, because when I was seeing Matt, um, hey, Matt, you don't listen to this. Um, <laughs> when I was seeing Matt in the summertime, um, the first night he slept over, I was like, okay, you're sleeping over here's what might happen. Yeah, they need a warning. Because I was like, listen, I sleepwalk and I sleep talk. And he was like, oh, that's fine. And I was like, no, you're not <laughs> listening to me. I was like, I've performed full acrobatic stunts in my sleep. I've like, I've rearranged my furniture in my sleep. I have cut my pillows open with scissors in my sleep. I have like anything. I want you to I've do a sleep study it. so bad. I am terrified. I think they would be activity. so fascinated by you. I, they would, I, the thing is, is I don't know how often it really happens. I think That's if it's true. something monumentally, like I'm doing a lot, I'll wake up in the middle of, but it's like the little things. Oh, I woke up the other night to my charger unplugged, rolled up neatly and placed like on the floor. <laughs> like I was like, what was I going What if through? you're like a sociopath, but only in your sleep? I'm just like, I wake up. And I just like stare at like the person next. You're like to me laying bed. plastic tarps on your floor, like full American Psycho, <laughs> like hip to be square. But it's just like, it's just like, and then I wake up and I'm like, oh my god, how crazy! Like, no, I, I, I definitely, um, I definitely am not a good sleeper, and it kind of scares me. And like having a boy sleep with me, um, so that song, like that song, is like kind of tender for me because I'm just like, man, I want to reach that level where I'm yeah. like, I want to like feel you. Because um, when I'm first dating someone and they're spending the night, I'll, I'll, 
I always say like I'll cuddle, but when I'm ready to sleep, it's like oh yeah, part, part I'm going to like the yeah. other end of the bed. Like don't touch me. Yeah, like no. I I want to not think you're there. Yeah, because <laughs> that's how skin I fall on asleep. skin gets sweaty. Sweaty. And that's uncomfortable. I don't like a lot of um. Yeah, physical contact I like, but um, when I'm trying to sleep, I need to be like a like by myself, just like no, like I yeah. just need to, and then um. That and there's just a lot of wild card factors. Like, do they do they steal the covers? Oh my god, do, do they, they snore? Do they... If they snore, I will kick you the fuck oh, out of my bed. I'm the opposite from you then because Matt, um, one night he spent, I think it was his second time spending the night, and he fell asleep real early. So I played some video games in bed while he was sleeping. And then um I'm laying down to bed and he just starts, he's like, Oh god. And I might bless my little heart. I was just like, I don't want to like wake him or like oh, make no. him feel bad. So I got up, got dressed, drove to Giant Eagle, bought earplugs, came home. <laughs> like, oh my God. While he was asleep. And then when I got back in the bedroom, I put like, um, I just was like, I, I, you know, took my clothes off, put my like keys on the desk and he woke up and he was like, what the fuck? Like, he's like, where were you? I thought you were in the bathroom. And he's like, I heard your keys. And I'm like, yeah, so like you were snoring, <laughs> so I drove to Giant Eagle and bought earplugs. And he was like, Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Like you could have woken me up. And I was like, Yeah, I just like don't want to like be that person. And like, no, I'm not like oh, I man. and I, who you am get, I? You who get am a I? swift smack to the chest. <laughs> I, just like, I will say bam. you're snoring, and then if you do it again, you get kicked out of the bed. Damn. I can't. I it has real to, good like, the silence. I need the silence. I sleep with a fan on. I need the white noise. I have to block mm. out all external stimulation. Sound. Yeah. So if yeah. you snore, we can't date long term. I, I um see. I I don't mind like noise um, when I sleep. Like I like to like have my window open. Like hear That's the sounds. Of, not in the winter, obviously, but like. Or like look, clicking up my clock on the wall, or oh like God. that is oh, my actual. I have nightmare. driven friends because friends have like um spent the night in my room, like um when I'm like not in town, like my roommate will have friends over, or like mutual friends will like crash in my bed, and they have said to me, they're like, "Your fucking clock on your wall," and I'm like, "Oh, I like the steady like." No, that's like how people go insane. The oh, dude, okay, it. so the dude that I'm currently yeah, I, seeing, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, told me he bought a clock. So last time I was at his house, we're you know in his room, yeah. and he's very excited that he bought this clock that okay. he really likes because he stresses out about every purchase he makes. Whatever, okay. anxiety, everyone's I, got it, I, you know. I, yeah, um, buyer's remorse, I guess. I pitched clock. such a fit about this clock because oh, he wanted God. to hang it in his bedroom. We have not been dating that long. I do not have the authority to. How long has it been? We've gone on literally, I think, four or five days. Okay, but so they just like, all involved boning. So I feel like we've, it's escalated like, it's, really quickly. It's one of those. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I think we're just progressing at yeah. a faster rate than usual. It, it's just, you know, yeah, it's one of those. So, anyways, this clock is now in his bathroom because <laughs> it's not. A lot Was of it clicking there. that loud for you, well, or is I it just? Even hear it. I hadn't even heard the clock. It wasn't even in the house yet. He told me he bought it and it was going to get delivered. He ordered it. And when it he the didn't next even time buy it I came Target. over, no, the next time I came over, he was like, "Look here, it's what in the bathroom." I don't know. Whatever. He texted me and told me he went to buy sheets, and he got so stressed out picking sheets, he left without any sheets. You know what? It's um, just sheets. I can't relate. I spent a long time, I redecorated my bedroom like two years ago and I spent a while like picking sheets because I wanted like the right color because I'm gay. And like, <laughs> it was just like, I need the right color. Like, and then the like, right consistency. But that is like so weird. I I can sleep with like music on sometimes. There's one album 
There's my, it was my number one album of last year. Um, I can fall asleep to that. Bam. Like second song hits. It just knocks me the fuck out. I love it. And then, um, I can sleep with like sound machines on Sunday. No, I, I go through cycles where sometimes I'm literally like, Oh, he just texted me. Let's see what he wants. What do you want? It's probably like, hope you're having a good night. I was. Um, yeah. Go ahead and start pouring. We're yeah, going to take a little, we're going to take a little break. Um, and then we will be right back with um, the cooking and the talking. We'll be right and back the, after these messages after from these, our sponsors. Yeah, I literally have a co- commercial, guys. So, like, <laughs> listen to my shit. Okay, be back. Okay, we are back. We just um, were marinating the tempeh slices in a mixture of salt, pepper, oil, olive oil, liquid smoke, soy sauce, maple syrup, and paprika, and cumin. Cumin. And whatever this. Oh, oh that's, that's the mayonnaise. mayonnaise. Okay. Yeah, the vegan, the vegan mayonnaise. I've never had vegan mayonnaise. Oh, well, it's delicious. Do you say mayonnaise or mayonnaise? I say mayonnaise, I but say I feel mayonnaise. like... I, oh, do you? I was about to say, I think it's a Midwestern thing, but maybe it's mayonnaise. not. Midwestern is mayonnaise right yeah yeah mayonnaise okay so like my mom is from new york originally and then by way of florida because she lived in florida most of her life and then my dad's from arkansas so like my dialect is a little different because i have you don't have the traditional i have a little i have an adopted midwestern dialect like but i say soda i don't say pop oh i don't like pop i think it's neanderthalish (laughs) like i'm literally like I don't need an onomatopoeia to Can't. describe. Yeah. Like, I don't need an onomatopoeia to describe my liquids. Like, I'm going to say soda because that's what it is. Isn't that like a chemical too? Or soda or something? I don't know. Uh, it like, sounds more sciencey. Yeah. Soda. And then, because in the South, where my dad's from, it's Coke. So yes. they'll say Coke. And then what kind of Coke? A Sprite. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, That seems like middleman. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like, let's cut the middle. But when people are like, it's pop, it's pop. I'm like, okay, well go back to your cave and, <laughs> and drink your pop. Like, and I'm going to get a lot of hate for that. No, we yeah. have, um, have you ever um, done like those quizzes that are like, what words are like, Oh, like, it'll tell you what region you're from. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I say mayonnaise and people get mad at me and I'm like, that's literally phonetically what it is. It like, is phonetically mayonnaise. correct. I guess I probably most of the time just say mayo. mayo. I don't say the whole word. I think I say mayo too. I don't eat a lot of mayonnaise anyway. Oh, <laughs> I eat a lot of vegan mayonnaise. Is it good? Like, yeah. Do you want to just like, like? You can literally just open that and taste it. I'm smell it. Okay. <laughs> What's it it's tangy of? like mayonnaise. Expeller pressed high oleic safflower oil, filtered water, brown rice syrup, apple cider vinegar. That's where that comes from. Mm-hmm. Pea protein. Okay. Sea salt, <laughs> mustard, flour, lemon juice concentrate. You can make that at home. You can. Yeah, I'm. That not nice, I'm a lazy vegan. That's so. the nice thing about veganism is that a lot of the times you can like make the stuff at home because like, a lot of the processed shit is like chemicals you'll have never heard of before. Yeah, it's true. I yeah. eat the chemicals like I would say like 35% of the time I'm eating the processed shit and then the rest of it it's processed like vegetables. Shit, you can't you know? avoid it. I, I briefly went as an experiment alongside when I switched to being mostly vegetarian in the summer, I was like, I'm going to try to like do as little carbs as possible. Mm. I was voraciously hungry. Yeah. All the time. Because I was like, okay, so like no breads, no muffins. Not even just that, like rice, potatoes, potatoes, anything. And I was like, beans. I was like, 
girl, I want some French fries. I was yeah. like, I need to get some French no. fries. But no, oh my gosh. I'm just like, no wonder these people are so grumpy. Yeah, like, they're thin like, they're, and they look great. But, but they're like, mean and nasty yeah. because they uh, can't eat anything. They're just like, oh like gosh. borderline passing out all the time. They need maybe. to do like paleo or something. <sighs> my dad's keto. Keto's dangerous though. Keto, right? thank you. Like, yes. Because it's, it's works in short spells, but you can't yeah. really carry it so on what, for a long Yes. Time. What they say is it's like a great way to jumpstart your diet, to learn healthy habits. And then you And move. then to reincorporate some of those foods what, back. Fat, right? That's a yeah. fat. Yeah. My dad burn. basically just eats like a, like a bunch of bacon and like legumes, but legumes. not any carbs. So he can't have beans. He can't have rice. He can't have potatoes. He can't have any kind of bread. Yeah. It's low carb, high fat. Like absolutely no carbs on us. No, Atkins is all protein. Yeah, right? well, and Atkins fucked people up too. It did. I remember that craze because I was a little kid, and I remember um, my mom would go to the YMCA in town, and they had the kids' place. And I remember these randomly. The instructor was talking about being on the Atkins diet. <laughs> I was like eight, and I don't remember why I remember that. I don't hmm. know. This week has been interesting in memory land. Oh. I've been having I think I've been having past life regressions. <laughs> oh, I love past life regressions. I think I have had a past life. So I have a list of past lives, everyone. I've been compiling them for a while now. And it comes out in muscle memories. I'll do something and I get like, oh, is that a past life kind of moment? This is fascinating to me. Isn't it? I, I was thinking. So this wasn't a muscle memory. I was sitting at my desk thinking about death. And I was just kind of As like, one does. As one does when you're at work. Yeah. <laughs> and I got a flash of past life regression. Like, I feel like I think I was a monarch that was obsessed with finding the key to immortality. Oh. And then died taking, like, all the weird shit that <gasps> thought would I would love keep it. Alive. Like all of the elixirs and the potions. Yeah, that was secretly mercury and oh like shit. I think I And his like right hand man wizard just poisoned him. Just poisoned. Yeah, I think that was literally my life at one point. I I think I have I get a past life regression every time I eat vegetables and I go back <laughs> to my life. When I, I go back to my life as like a long necked dinosaur, like eating from like the top of a tree. I swear to God. You're I'll, just like, little foot. I'll just choose something and I'm like, yeah, this feels right. Like I'm just <laughs> like, yeah, I feel it. And then also when I was um got my foot surgery, <laughs> these are so random. I got my foot surgery back in May. Um, I had to soak my feet. And then every time I would pour the water back into like just a drain, I would get a past life regression if this is what these are. I think at one point I was a medieval woman and I, like, you were like pouring please. my waste out of, yes. out of like, my top story onto yeah. the streets Like the bathwater that 15 people used. Yeah. And then you yeah. just dump it. Dump it out. I yeah. just got that. And then I was, I think I was probably an Oracle of Delphi at one point. I feel like that was in there somewhere. <laughs> like just the fact that I have often have oracular, oracular, um, premonitions. Mm. I've predicted a lot of weird shit lately. Please God, don't ever Th predict anything about been, my life. That has been like coming true. It's really weird. Yeah, like I don't want you to ever Certain people who are leaving certain things oh. I've predicted months ago. You also predicted a shift of power yeah. in the workplace. When did I predict that? Uh, when the layoffs happened and you were like, merch is going to take over. Like oh, the shift yeah. of power, merch is going to have free reign. And you were talking about how it's like the animal kingdom. You kept yeah. talking, you were referencing the animal kingdom so much that Nikisti and I like could not keep our shit together. Oh in the no, that's what it is. And when, 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 um, when a shift in the ecological system um, <laughs> happens, 
um, niches open up and that's when evolution, a lot of evolution occurs because then, or diversification in the species happens because niches open up and they, they um, fill in those gaps. So when we had layoffs at work, I was like, well, now that the women's team is crippled, all of the like, um, who did I predict? Or now that all of the like easy shit was gone, I'm like, you the jewelry, jewelry team was going to get jewelry, come in. God. Yeah. No, I literally predicted that. I've predicted a lot of weird things in my life. Like weird to the point where I definitely would probably have been like tried as a witch <laughs> back in the 1600s, like, and have would have been convicted because like, yeah, they would have been like, look, we can sink you in this lake. And you'd be like, okay, well I'm a I, witch. <laughs> I don't understand that. I don't understand that test. So, like, they dunk someone in a lake, and if they drown, they were a person. But if they saved themselves, they were a witch, and then they yeah. killed them anyway. It was just a way to kill, kill women, women that they hated. Yeah. That's, that's all it was. what it was. And, so, and probably queer men. But like, yeah. Um, yeah. But, no, I – um, one time this was way back. This is my favorite premonition. Um, I have two. I've casted a lot of curses in my life. But, like, uh, my favorite premonition I ever had, um, this was freshman year of college, my really good Judy um, – I can't remember her name. Allie. She had a roommate she didn't like. But then over winter break, that roommate, who's like a sports person, um, broke her leg. So she had to move out of um, the dorm. And because they were on, they were in a dorm with no elevators and they were on like the third floor. Okay. So she had to move into a first floor. Room. An ADA. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And um, months are going by. My friend was like, it's so nice having my room to myself. Like, blah, blah. And then it was like later in the semester, like spring semester. And we were getting lunch. My friend's like, oh, my gosh, Marky's coming back. Like, her leg's healed. She's ready to go. Her we're name was lunch. Marky. Yeah, her name was Marky. Wow. Okay. And um, I don't know what that's short for, if anything. I know a girl named Marky who's Greek. So, like, I'm oh, sure it's probably, like, a long name. Yeah. Um, and we were eating lunch. And I was like, wouldn't it be crazy if Marky, like, rebroke her leg or something? Like, wouldn't that be just wild? And then you the next her. day, the next day, my friend was like, Marky fell down some stairs and they think she rebroke her leg. So she's like staying in her ADA room until the end of the you year. You hexed Marky. I hexed Marky vo- verbally. I've done that a lot. Like oh I I was dating a guy um, t- summer of 2016 and he was the guy that I came out for because we were dating and I came out for him. And then he was supposed to come. My parents and my brother were out of town. So he was supposed to come like spend the night at my house and like and the day of like I literally text him getting off work I was like can't wait to see you and he was like I can't make it anymore both of his cars broke down oh that day he literally was like both of his he was like both my cars are broken down and I was like that's what you fucking get I've casted deliberate curses before but I think my spirit is sometimes like gets so powerful that it just like like <laughs> goes like, after people like like my own soul <laughs> he spoke en- it it must be my soul energy like goes out and like gets someone but no i definitely have like premonitions and like also i just think it's like really easy to predict shit that's gonna happen <laughs> like, i feel like most of the time a lot of it's intuition too and intuition really is a is, real thing it's, gut, it's a gut feeling where i'm yeah. just like this is not gonna go well like yep. we're not gonna like this isn't going to be what we all want it to be. Like, and we're going through that in certain aspects of my life. But uh, no, I, I definitely think at one point I was some Oracle in a past life. I mean, it like, sounds like, yeah. Sitting over a flame, inhaling vapors from yeah. like a rock. Probably and, during that time period when the plague broke out and you, they wore those really terrifying like bird masks. Yeah. Or like ancient Greece, like an emperor would come to me and be like, is this war going to pan out? And I would be like, like, hold on. 
<laughs> like, <laughs> let me do my poppers real quick and figure it out. Like, yeah, no, I, because I, like, I don't know if like past lives are real. I don't know. Yeah. Or Who if knows? like bits of the soul get recycled and like things get moved around. But I definitely think everything's connected. And I think that happens across time and space. So like, yeah. You never know who you were connected to or, like, what happened yeah. in life. And I think I'm opening up to that because, like, um, I was listening to this album called Song or um, Songs from the Bardo, which is um, readings from the Tibetan Book of the Dead set to music. What? I think you would find this fascinating. And it's um, Tibetan Buddhism. They have a belief that um, your soul kind of goes through this transitory state after you die called the bardo where you basically confront like um um deified versions of the good and bad parts of yourself that you have to conquer before you get reborn into a new life oh my god i love and i guess like the actual practices is when someone dies they read that um that book over the course of like 40 days or something. Cause that's how long it takes for the soul to like transition. Okay. And like, um, it's very therapeutic, um, to listen to wow. it because it's spoken word and singing and a lot of like resonant instruments. So like yeah. singing bowls, guitars, yeah, strings. And I listened to it at work at first. And then I was like, this is too deep to listen at work. I need yeah, to, you're going to trip like, at your desk. Oh, I was literally saying, I wasn't paying attention. That's the thing. I need, mm. you need to pay attention to this. And, um, so I decided I came home that day. I actually bought, I have a copy of the Book of the Dead. I bought it at half price books because I was like, I really want this. And I um, laid in bed and I put my headphones on. I was listening to it. It took me places. I was like meditating to it. And I just was like, couldn't move. I'm so like, going to listen to this. Like bright light inside my eyes, like laying there. And then all of a sudden I was... So, you know, like, I'm sure you've done meditate, like, deep meditation moments. Where, yeah. Yeah, like, we, I feel like everyone does. I'm a pretty westernized meditator, but, you know. Yeah, I think, well, of course, I think, of course I am, too. But, like, I was just laying in bed listening to this and just, like, really concentrating and just, like, listening and, like, letting my, and, um, you know, you see things when your your eyes are closed, like, yeah. on your eyes. Like, the little white lines yeah. and all that yeah. stuff. And yeah. I was seeing a silhouette of a body. Oh, damn. Floating, like, towards me kind of just this like very murky silhouette and then all of a sudden it just turned its like <gasps> head at me and I literally when I say I went <gasps> like out of my bed like I think I was like accessing something that like my spirit wasn't ready for because when you I lifted you, the veil I literally jerked up in my bed I was like <gasps> like just like gas or air and I was like no no I was like like you're me- like not messing with something but you're unlocking something that you're yeah. not, your soul isn't ready for and like because honestly, when I started, I was like, wouldn't this be so funny if, like, I'm listening to this and I just died? Like, like listening to it. Not funny, funny. But, like, but. <laughs> when I'm going through my 40 days thing afterwards, it'd be so funny to think about. I, I, I have a very dark Shavasana joke. <laughs> like, okay, wait, tell me. In yoga. Um, so for people who don't uh, practice yoga or never done yoga, at the very end, we do Shavasana, which is a corpse, po- corpse, corpse pose. pose where you just lay there and you're basically just kind of like absorbing all you did in the hour in the practice and just kind of like yeah. letting your body and mind relax. And I always thought it was so f- would be kind of very morbidly funny if someone just like died during Shavasana. Oh my God. And then they're like, wiggle your fingers and toes and there's just no, a body. I have... Um, um, sometimes there's some elderly people that take um, practice yoga and they're it's wonderful true. people and they're great at it. They're better at me. But one time there was just this older woman right next to me and I was thinking, <laughs> like, what if she just went, 
and just, just died in Shavasana. <laughs> and so I was listening to this album, like laying in bed, and I was just like, what if like this just like lifted my like soul out of my body? And like, um, yeah, that was very creepy when he like turned. Now I'm kind of scared. And I just went like, <gasps> I was just like, oh my God, and like lifted up, and it was still daylight out. And I was like, how long have I been out? <laughs> like, what's happening? Because it's crazy this music and like the readings and um the voice it's laurie anderson is her name who does the spoken word part okay and she like her voice is very calming and you're kind of in this like she really takes you there and i'm just laying in my bed and i'm like i i snapped out of it and i was like okay we're done i was like i'm not gonna go back into that i was like took my earbuds out i was like we'll revisit we'll revisit because this is just a lot i've had moments like that before um once in shavasana I, um, I had like a, sometimes I like to feel the energy waves through yeah. my body and yeah. like let them course through. And I definitely was imagining like just aura spinning around. I like to try to visualize it, especially if I'm really trying to get into it. And one time I think like my whole body just like jerked, like just like my arm went like and leg just like went out <laughs> while I was doing that. Like I had a muscle spasm just like take my arm out. And like I'm in Shavasana and one time I literally felt like um sinking. Like I was like physically just like it gets wild, man. Going back and I like jerked because I was like, ah, no, okay, whatever's happening. Cause I immediately thought of American horror story. Oh. Um, coven with Desensum yep. where mm-hmm. they fall back. And I'm like, nope, 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 whatever's happening, like we're going to cut that shit right now because I am not dying or I'm not no. going to hell. No. Like I'm not being caught, but no, I definitely like that album is very good. Highly. Recommend. I mean, I like, I'm really interested, but now I'm also a little bit uh, terrified. Well, I mean, if you're not really like, I'm I not a know. very spiritual person. So for me, it's like more if, about like, a, art. Listen, like you're going to be just, yeah. Or it's like a it. way to shift your perspective on things. Like I meditate yeah. because it helps me shift my perspective and it calms my central nervous system. And like, there's very logical scientific reasons yeah. why I do these it's things phys- for you. It's yeah. Phys- for me, but it's, it is it's not a spiritual thing for me. For me, it is definitely plumbing into something a little bit more spiritual. Or yeah. Like I think that's amazing. Like, kind of like pull almost like my, and I just remember, Oh my God, it's all connecting. Did you ever watch, um, killing Eve? Yes. Okay. Was it? It must have been you. I talked to about that show. Probably. All right. I, yeah. It's fine. I thought it was Nagisti Rwan, and Maybe. I try, I had this whole conversation with them about it, and they both were like, "What the hell are you talking about?" You know, in Killing Eve, where she talks about the assassin. What's her name? Oh, uh, what's her character's name? I can't remember. But she's talking about how people die, and she's like, "I think it's just like their soul like falling away." I yeah. Like, I'm just like, to me, like meditation, like I'm kind of like going deeper into my own like mind. Yeah. And I'm just sitting there and like um. No, I was listening to it, and I was just, like, um, it was weird. It was kind of a little trippy and, like, um, like, like, hallucinating, not hallucinating, really, because my eyes are closed, but, like, imagining just, like, a figure, and then all of a sudden it just turning its, like, yeah, no, head, uh-uh. and I'm just, like, ah, okay, like, I was, like, ah, I don't want, like, whatever that is, like, I'm good, love, like, we can do something else, like, for a little bit, maybe I'm not ready, because yeah, like, when I'm thinking about it, because I was, like, this is, like, an ancient piece of writing like yeah. I don't know really how old it is but it's centuries old at least yeah and I'm like this is like a whole other spirit because obviously being raised like Christian yeah and like this is a whole like spiritual school that like I have no experience in. I have yeah. no way to respect it really like I don't know I could be doing something that they might advise against like, yeah like, 
maybe they don't want you to listen to that shit. Like, laying yeah, maybe down. they're like, you're, you're testing Gotta, your you're, limits. You're testing your yeah. spiritual limits when yeah. you're listening to something that's literally about like moving your soul into um, whatever you know, comes next, into the next life. Like, and I am definitely, I'm definitely superstitious and definitely um, like to think like spiritually because to me it's a framework of like how sure. I look at the world and I like to think we're all connected. I I, I imagine like a a god in the form of like the like um is it Hindu or Buddhist um where it's the Dharma where it's like all just like kind of one thing that we're all connected and we all just like kind of go back to it when we die and like cycle through it all. I think that's Buddhism. I can't yeah, I think that's Buddhism. Yeah. And um like for some reason like especially when it comes to stuff about death and dying and like the spiritual process of like dying is kind of like really fascinating and like I get why ancient people thought of religion <laughs> because I'm just like because when you think about it religion is really just making sense of death. Yeah, it's a finding comfort. Have you read the book Sapiens? I don't think so. Okay, it's a very fascinating book. I'm also not finished with it, so I can't give you a full synopsis. Wow. But the entire premise of the book is uh, anthropological history of the human species from like mm-hmm. sapien, like oh, when like, we were like Homo sapien, mon- like we almost monkey, monkey people, yeah. to now, yeah. right? Like how we transitioned, how our brains developed, all of that stuff. And they yeah. talk a lot in that book about religion, and it was um a way for us to construct something that created boundaries and understanding oh, yeah. for these abstract concepts that previously our brains didn't have the capacity to even yeah, realize were there or process it. or yeah. any of that right like oh, an- yeah. it's, we were had like animal brains and now we now had we these have massive brains human brains that are painting and creating yeah. things i love like because um i'm fascinated with paleontology and like pa- like obviously I, I love it and like i love the moment in history human history and development where we develop art and because yeah. like anthropologists are literally like, this is the first example of a human creating something that does not matter. Yeah. And they don't need it. And they just it want serves it. no functional purpose. Because then it's very much tied into the first burials, like because a lot of art was created for burials and yeah. like necklaces and, and um, crowns and um, decorative shit because they decorated their bodies. And like, I don't know, religion is really at the end of the day, it's like, um, Really just to make sense of everything. Yeah. It's the, uh, I always say it's the institution of, of religion that I despise. Like, sure. I think, I, yeah. I think like I'll always hold close like the values and like teachings, but it's the institution that has like warped it and made it evil. Yeah. <laughs> like I, who I dated in the summertime we were talking cause he was like um, raised Catholic and um, Catholics have, Woof. they have the Pope. And I was raised Orthodox Christian, which professes to be the original form of Christianity where we don't have a Pope. Right. We have bishops, basically in church history, just to give it like a little rundown, like um, in the ancient Christian world, the five major cities were Rome, Alexandria, Constantinople, Antioch, and Jerusalem. And each one of them had a bishop um, kind of ruling over each, not ruling over, quote unquote, but like managing managing each the, the spiritual life lives of each city and then the roman bishop was like everyone lives here this is the biggest city like 
I should be the head of everything. And they were like, no, this isn't how the church works. Like there can't be a singular head. We're all equal. And so the bishop turned into the Pope because he was like, no, I'm ruling this shit. He's like, my shit's And that was the split between Catholicism and Orthodoxy. Well, I love talking to Catholics about it because I'm always like, yeah, the Pope shouldn't exist. I love being inflammatory. (laughs) I love, I love being like, yeah, like the Pope literally like shouldn't exist like in church doctrine. And it was funny I catch myself doing this where I love being inflammatory and then I realize what I've done and I'm like, backtrack, backtrack, backtrack. <laughs> because he was getting like annoyed with me because he was, because obviously a person raised Catholic, they have such a staunch like indoctrination process. Yeah, like even if they're not a practicing Catholic, yeah, it's still very reflexive int- yeah. like, yes. belief. And I was heavy into this talk about like how the bishop, how the Pope should be real and he was obviously like, <laughs> and so my version of backtracking was then I said, well, I think religion has like ruined humanity. Like, I, I just think like institutionalized religion is the worst thing that's ever happened. He's so like, it's not just the Pope. He so sucks, but everybody sucks. Everyone sucks. <laughs> it's in- also interesting just coming from a gay perspective. Well, like, yeah. Of yeah. like literal institutions created to like kill us. Like, right. And women and minorities. So it's literally yeah. like, it's also fascinating um, growing up Orthodox, like um, colonial, like um, colonial powers were not Orthodox. Like, that settled the Americas. It was Catholic and Protestant. So it's interesting. Like that's not in our history. Like Orthodox Christianity did not spread into America until like the 1900s. So it's fascinating and horrifying to know that like other Christian factions were the ones chopping off native people's hands because they didn't convert. And then we kind of showed up to this like dumpster fire where we're like, we're moving over because we can't <laughs> afford to live in Europe. And then everyone's like, ah, ha, ha, like we are awful and we killed all these people and justified slavery. And then orthodoxy, because the orthodox way of like um, converting, ugh, like is literally to not talk about it. It's literally to just live your life practicing so for yourself. So the opposite of the evangelical Protestant. Yeah, it's literally about like, you catch more flies with honey. So like yeah. you just live your life and basically just be like, here's my life. Like by your actions, by your actions. Yeah. And hopefully people will be like, I like that. I'll subscribe to it too. And then there's the Catholic slash Protestant way. That's like, if you don't convert, we'll kill you. Yeah. Which is still kind of going on today in a more. And then after we kill you, you'll go to hell. Yeah. We're like, <laughs> and we don't want that now. Do we now? Right with your right hand. Like it's literally like, <laughs> forget your native language. I mean, we shouldn't, joke about this but you gotta have a humor but like it's just fascinating growing up like with a priest for a dad because then that's a whole nother layer wait did you have a priest for yeah my dad your dad's a priest yeah my dad's a priest how did i not know this i feel like maybe i mentioned it maybe yeah my dad's a priest common fact for a lot of so you're like a pk i am i am the definition of that evil pk that was literally like that rebels no i didn't rebel i literally used my power for like I literally was like, my dad's the priest. Like, I'm allowed to do this. Like, I, like, <laughs> like if your dad was the sheriff of town. For example, before we had to break, um, we had a private school associated with our church, and my dad was the principal. And um, my third grade teacher, I did not very like her very much. And the first day of class, she assigned homework and of the year, first day of the year. And at ending prayers, I went up to my dad, and I just looked at him, and I was like, get rid of her. And I walked away. Oh my gosh. And then I came home and my mom somehow found out. I think my dad like called her and told her. Because when I got home, my mom was like, who do you think you are being able to tell you? You can't tell. Because my mom is this crazy, like, like 
New York Italian lady that's like, how do you think you want you? And I was like, how'd you find out so fast? Like, I literally just got home. But like, no, I was the PK that was like. Wow, you're like tripping on power. Evil. Yeah, I was evil tripping on power. Because then there is the PK that's like a Wiccan who like does drugs yeah. and like rebels. That's most of the PKs I know. It's like yeah, they got no rings. The, I feel like that's the Protestant PK. It is the Protestant PK. The Orthodox PK is very much like, oh, like. Your dad's not the priest. That must like fucking suck. Like, <laughs> like I'm gonna go to communion now. Like, and, like go and be like, oh, I mean, like you wish you could join us, like, but like your dad's not the priest. Like that's orthodox because a lot of the PKs I knew growing up who were orthodox um, PKs were like that. We're just like cunts. So we're all just so fucking cunts. Like, excuse my language. But then the Protestant PKs are the ones that are like, are are like chaotic yeah they like end up pregnant at 16 16 and, and they get shipped off to like their aunt's house yeah to, like, give birth and the, the baby is raised by their aunt and no one ever tells it yeah oh yeah that's that that's shit. the protestant pk and then of course there shouldn't be catholic pks <laughs> because they don't they're not allowed yeah to i mean they probably they probably exist just in secret. they can't they can't it's either in secret or um you can become a catholic priest after you like have yeah you can like have a like a come to jesus moment late in life you know it's fascinating because my dad was like fully a druggie in college and it's like no wonder you had an epiphany and became a priest because it's (laughs) like you were on mushrooms (laughs) he saw god yeah literally no every time he like talks about like being a druggie and then turning into a priest i'm like yeah because you were smoking blunts all the time (laughs) tripping on shrooms listen i've done I've done shrooms and I, I smoke a copious amount of weed and I have no. never seen God. So. No one trusts me with weed. Um, I, I have, to, I see, okay. I'm like, I'm that new age bitch. That's like, I see God in everything. Like, cause it's ever, <laughs> literally not like the concept of a human. It's like yeah. literally the world we live in. I was thinking this today. I was walking out of work and I was like, everything's poetry when you think about it. <laughs> And that makes poetry obsolete because I was like, because I was like, I write poems. And I was like, well, that river like running through the ground is poetry or that building, how it's like, that's poetry. And I was like, poetry means nothing. (laughs) Means nothing. What I do means nothing. What I do means nothing. Good thing I also write fiction. (laughs) Anyway, okay, we're going to take another break and maybe fry these bad boys up. Yeah, it just takes a few minutes to fry them and then we'll make sandwiches. Nice. I'm excited. Okay, we'll be right back. And we are back. We are assembling our sandwiches. The um, Facon made out of tempeh looks great. Um, let me text someone back really quick. Tomato. So we've got vegan mayo. This is on, by the way, uh-huh. gluten-free English muffins because oh, yes. uh, my body hates gluten. Um, so we've got gluten-free English muffins. Toasted with a little bit of mayo, vegan mayo. Yeah. And then slices of tomato. And then we put a few of our little bacon pieces on. I'm very excited for this. I'm going to take a little pick for the gram. I always overload mine. And then afterwards, I'm like, how the hell am I supposed to eat this? I can't. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Can't overload your sandwiches, kids. Except you can. You can, though. You You can. can. And then you just, you eat it. Deconstructed, you know. Yes. So. And then a little bit of arugula, if I can get my arugula open, because they like child safety lock shit. (laughs) 
They don't want kids having arugula. Don't eat the arugula, kids. You're not allowed. Eat the Doritos. It's going to get loud, folks. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Arugula. We'll just put it over here now for image purposes. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. So that you Let can me... still see things. I mean, I, I, I will take another photograph. I need to be better about um, doing the, the podcast Instagram because I am not good at it. Do we want? Let me take a little pic. Better lighting? Am no, I, I think this lighting is okay. perfect. I mean, uh, this podcast is all about the um, the, the um, chutzpah and um, scrappiness, mm. <laughs> to use a term we know. <laughs> Okay. okay. All so, right. Let's about this. Let's all right. Give it a shot. You can just like chop your dude with yeah. your other half, <laughs> as one says. As one says, that's <laughs> so words that are strung together. Yep, that's a sentence. Okay. And let's then do this. hopefully your okay. tomato doesn't shoot out the end because sometimes uh, that happens. I don't even... <laughs> it gets really messy. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is where it's at. It's pretty good, right? And it's really not that hard. Mm -mm. Um, mm -mm. And sometimes I make a bunch of this tempeh bacon, and then I put it on salads. Okay. Oh, no. This is where it's at. I'm not going to lie. I would probably have a glutinous bread. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Just, yeah, like, texture-wise. I miss gluten bread so, so much. This man I'm dating makes his own bread at home. Ugh. And I don't know how I'm going to survive that. That's himbo activity. I just love. I, it's super I, attractive. I love baking bread. It's so I like fun. The idea of baking bread. I'm not a very good baker. I can cook, but mm. I cannot bake. I don't know. Like, baking is weird because you would think it'd be easier. It's science. It's like. Chemical reactions and mathematical measurements and like, I don't, oh yeah, it gets weird. Oh yeah, no, I I went through a stint of baking my own bread, Um it's fun. It's kind of fun. It takes a long ass time though. Yeah, I just I like to cook, but I'm like a quick cooker. You yeah. know what I mean? Or like a meal prepper. I don't I don't got the time. Well, the whole reason I started doing this podcast was to like actually set aside time to cook like something different because mm. I'm very much like. One pot pasta, spinach, yep. tomato sauce, like d done. That's yep. dinner tomorrow too. Like <laughs> recently, my lunches have just been like a bag of dried fruit, like <laughs> three pieces of regular <laughs> fruit, and then like a cookie. This is super good. Yeah, and sometimes when I'm feeling real fancy, mm -hmm. I make too much of the marinade, and then I like pour it on top at the end. Okay, that's all. Of these are wonderful suggestions. I wonder because I had the Satan's realm, mm. how that really thinly sliced mm -hmm. Satan would do as this as bacon. Because probably that, really great. Yeah, because even though it tastes like it has the smoky flavor, like tempeh, obviously, like a the text texture is way different. The texture is way yeah. way different. Or even tofu, like really firm tofu mm -hmm. that's like thinly sliced. So. I don't know if you've ever had coconut bacon. Mm -mm. Coconut mm -hmm. bacon is probably my favorite uh, bacon. Mm -hmm. It's delicious. I've um, literally never heard of it. But I have heard that the bacon that's better than coconut bacon is rice paper bacon. 
That makes sense to me. It would be nice and thin and crispy. Yeah. Yeah. Have you had um, banana peel pulled pork? No. Well, we're going to have to have you on again so we can make that. Whoa. So you can make, oh, see, I cut myself in yoga today. My foot swung oh. and my nails jammed into my wrist. I've done that before. Oh, my God. I forgot until just now. No, I watched this video where they made it. I love cooking videos on Facebook. I just watch mm. them all the time. And, like, um, they made pulled pork, vegan pulled pork from um, from banana peels where they basically, like, scraped out the fibrous insides. Okay. Cut it up, strung, made it stringy. And basically kind of did what you just made, like kind of like, like a marinade? tossed it in a marinade for a while, like really let it sit. And then like fried it up, like just cooked it up and served oh. it with coleslaw on a bun. And huh. and people said, they they tested it out on people and they were like, this is good, but like, what is it? Because they were like, this is you obviously like not pulled pork, yeah. but it looked like it. It had like the look of it. Yeah. I'm very into jackfruit pulled pork. Some people are oh, really turned off by jackfruit, that's but I'm classic, into it. Though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Have you ever made anything from scratch with, with jackfruit? Oh, God, no, because those things are huge, and you got to, like, saw them open. Oh, yeah. I'm going to do that. I would be curious how long the prep is. <laughs> I would imagine it's a lot, but Probably I a don't. full day. I just feel like I would end up in urgent care because I, like, <laughs> stabbed my hand. Yeah, that's scary. It was like when I was making um spaghetti squash and trying my best to, like, stab that thing <laughs> open. I'm just like, open, oh, like. Spaghetti squash, though. Shout out. Iconic. So good. Iconic. It's so good. Makes so much shit. Mm-hmm. That'll last, like, four months. Listen, guys. Vegan alternatives. They've come a long way. Oh, yeah. They have come a long way. Ten years ago? Um, they would have just laughed at you. They <laughs> at did. At the grocery store. They did. I basically lived solely off of roasted vegetables, mm-hmm. beans, and rice. Which is still the staple of my diet right now, but... Oh, yeah. Um, but is cheap as shit, too. Super cheap. The only restaurant I could eat at in this entire city 10 years ago was Chipotle. Oh. So, I ate a lot of Chipotle for a very long time. Mmm. Yeah. But now... Because... I can eat pretty much anywhere. Yeah. I mean, so for our Lent, Orthodox Lent, mm. you have to be vegan. Oh. You have to give up meat and dairy. Whoa. Yeah, any animal byproducts. So, like, that was a lot of, like, growing up, my exposure to, like, vegetarian foods and, like, vegan foods. I just remember hating it. Because mm. <laughs> I'd be like, nothing's good. This all sucks. Like, I was like, you were, like, Boca kind burgers. of forced into it, right? Like, yeah. it's not your choice. Religiously, yeah. yeah. Boca burgers and, you know, all that shit. I'm going to get the Beyond Sausage Sandwich tomorrow. Oh I can God. already feel it. The thing is, it has, for you, it has, like, egg on it and yeah. cheese. And then it's, like, a and then the uh, English muffin. So. It's, a, it's a massive poop fest when you have it, honestly. Oh, yeah. Like, just dysentery levels. I, that's my life. <laughs> Boy, don't I know it. This is super good. Yeah. I need to buy some tempeh. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's super easy. What's the, um, what is that, um, paneer? That's cheese, though, right? There's cheese, yeah. What's the Indian word? Is this tempeh is Indian, or is that... I don't know. There's like an Indian soy moment that they have. Let me look it up. <laughs> I'm Googling this. Um, Indian soy um, block. I don't know <laughs> like, what the word is. I don't know. 
Indian soy substitute. Medium? Substitute. Medium, yeah. Medium oil on canvas. Um, no, not jackfruit. I, I hope everyone can hear me chewing. Oh, yeah, that's half the fun. Yeah. That's half the fun. When I made, um, I made up, made some recipe that was, like, all chopping. Oh, my God. <laughs> For those who can't see, which is all of you. Yeah. Um, Christian spit food out of his mouth. Yeah, just flew out. Every time I talk with my mouth full, I have another past life regression. <laughs> Where I'm a girl at a girls' school being yelled at by the governess for not like mm, being she's got like a etiquette. Ruler yeah, like my etiquette is way off. But um, no, I think we made vegetable curry once oh. um, on the show, and that was a lot of fucking chopping. Corey did it all. Yeah, it's a lot of chopping. It's a lot of spices. But my god, is it? See, Indian man. food is not um, necessarily my like favorite genre of food. Mm. I wish it was because I feel like I'm missing out. I love Indian food so much. It's definitely like a. I feel like for a lot of Western, or like white bitches like me, it's like mm-hmm. you either love it or you like are okay mm-hmm. with it. Like I'll fuck with the samosa real heavy. Yeah, but like or like people are like, yeah, I'll eat chicken tikka masala, which is like the white people entry drug. See, I like wouldn't even eat that. Mm. Like, it's a spice, and I think I've said this on the show before. It's a spice palette that I'm not used to, mm-hmm. in like my everyday life. So it's a little overwhelming. Like it's a lot of like different flavors that I don't interact with a lot because like yeah. Obviously, growing up on, like, Italian food, it's, like, yeah. definitely, that's a different spice palette. Very different. Oh, Italian food. Well, this was great. Yeah. I love a good, oh, my gosh, we made um vegan um vegan eggplant fettuccine. Oh, my God. That's where we roasted it. It was with Mallory where we roasted an um, eggplant and turned it into, like, a sauce. Holy like crap. sauce. It was crazy. <laughs> was so good. Wow. Make a gluten-free pasta and you're good. I love a good gluten-free. Hey, shout out to Banza. Do they want to be a Banza? Yeah. Do you think it's Banza or Banza? I need, wait, what? The pasta brand? It's spelled B-A-N-Z-A. I will reach out to them. Yeah. <laughs> like, Do they want to be a sponsor? Sponsor me. Someone sponsor me. Teach us how to say your name, though. Banza, probably, if they're Italian. I'm going to eat, go crazy and eat a chunk of tomato. Do it. Live I don't really life. like tomatoes. I only like tomatoes and BLTs. If Like raw tomato. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cooked no. tomato. Fuck me up. Well, cooked tomato is like pasta sauce. Yeah. Basically. No, Marinara. I, I don't I don't like raw tomatoes unless it's in something else. Yeah. Like if it's in a sandwich, then yep. I'm fine. But like I know people who could just eat a tomato. Yeah. Like, like bite into it like an apple. Yeah. Like a psychopath. Yeah. I feel, yeah that's a psychopath. For sure. I'm just like, it's like people who eat mozzarella. With oh. the ball. They just eat it. My so mom I do, does I that. do buy a block of vegan mozzarella occasionally okay. when I'm feeling fancy because it's, like, really fucking expensive. Oh, yeah. Um, And then I just get a knife and I, like, carve chunks off of it and just eat it. My mom will eat it like an apple. Just mozzarella. Just fucking <laughs> eat it. I'm like, ew. I'm, like, I'm not a cheese person to begin with. Like, my cheese taste my preferences are very, like... Cheddar, Parmesan, <laughs> like it's like anything Classic else. Classic American boy cheeses. Brie. Like I can do a baked Oh brie. my God, I miss Brie cheese so much. I mean, they probably got vegan versions. I don't know. Brie is like a real weird cheese. I saw a vegan Brie recipe once. Really? A video, yeah. See, but I don't want to make it. I just want to pay someone to make it for me. Well, <laughs> I would love to make um, cheese because it's not super hard. You just need to get like a certain type of like chemical to make it. And but, like, cheese vegan block. cheese. Vegan cheese is like... Cashews. Yeah. There's a lot of nuts. I think they made it out of um, vegan brie out of 
pistachios or something hmm. weird. Hmm. I also saw a video for pistachio milk, which was interesting. I wonder what that would taste like. Like with pistachios, baby. I don't know. Maybe it'd be nice. I mean, maybe in like I a smoothie. Like it's a lot of work for like a, a little outcome. Smoothie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just like soy milk, almond milk, coconut milk, fine. I'm cool with all three of those. Oat milk in my coffee, 100%. Or for um, vegan ice cream. Yes. Mm -hmm. I, I just do all the weird milk. I just do almond milk. That's all I drink. Because like the milk industry, like cow milk. The largest milk provider just fi filed for bankruptcy this week. Yeah. Because every vegan I know on Instagram keeps posting this stupid fucking screenshot <laughs> of this article. And you're like, can you guys get a life, please? <laughs> do you guys not work? Like I hope that whoever filed bankruptcy can still support their families, but also oh. stop hurting cows. Yeah, that's really fucked up. And <laughs> see, that's the thing, like me being vegetarian, like not to save the planet. I'm like, I'm doing it to get sexy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm only then, doing this really so that I don't get cancer. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's my biggest concern. I have like an irrational, what's not irrational? My mother died of cancer, but yeah, I have my mom had cancer. A strong <laughs> fear of developing cancer. So I try to eat as healthy as, as possible. As, yeah, as possible. I definitely, reason. I mean, oh my gosh. We can talk about death all the time because I literally was leaving work today just being like, I could be hit by a car today. <laughs> just yeah. be done. Look. Death, death is available for all of us at all times. It's available. She's right outside. Look, she's waiting. Is that a good final note? <laughs> this is literally why the SpongeBob episode where he's afraid to leave his house becomes more and more relevant every fucking day. I'm telling you what, the we're, we're really not that far apart in age, but the no. difference between us and age is you didn't watch the obsession of SpongeBob. Oh, I I mean like I'm I'm like slightly too old. Like I watched it as a kid, but not on a level where I like remember like episodes. Like having like a like a deep love for it. Yeah. Oh, there are certain episodes that really like shaped me as a like my humor and like the way I behave. I feel like there's a lot of people though in your age range. Like I have a new Sponge coworker. Was the thing. She's like, how old is this person? Fresh out of college, and she references mm. SpongeBob. All of the time. Okay, well, she might need to get off of personality. I don't know. But like, she is also rewatching all of SpongeBob right now. Okay, that's valid. So I mean, that's why. Like, there's a couple of cartoon characters that really like shaped who I am, and it's like SpongeBob, specifically from the Bubble Bowl episode, um, Bugs Bunny, specifically from. Did you ever, did you watch Looney Tunes as a kid? Like a, lot a little of bit. I that was like the one thing we always watched. And there's the episode where they do like a Viking opera. And, mm, and, and mm -hmm. Spongebob is, like, in drag. With the braids. With the braids. Yep. That really changed my life. Oh, oh my gosh, is this the dog? She's autoerotically asphyxiating herself. Wait, I've been, like, so excited oh, yeah. to meet this okay. dog. We're going we're gonna to break. We're going to break for the episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, obviously, follow, subscribe, like. Every play I get, I get a penny. So play my shit. <laughs> and um, we will see you next episode. So bye, everyone. Bye. <laughs>